I encourage you to read the talks once again and to ponder the messages contained therein. I found in my own life I gain even more from these inspired sermons when I study them in greater depth. The basic pattern is to identify the fundamental doctrine or principle that's being taught. Find any invitations associated with and related to that doctrine or principle. And then also recognizing the promised blessings if we act in accordance with that invitation. Welcome to Words of the Prophets podcast. My name is Todd. I'm here with my daughter, Leah, and my friend, Rivka. And this is a podcast where we discuss the latest talks from the General Conference of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. How are you today, Leah? I'm great. How are you? I'm doing good. Anything different or new in your life? I just got set apart as a missionary. Yay! <laughs> Yay. Congratulations! Yeah. So I'm not sure if I'm supposed to call you Hermana or uh, Aaliyah I, I or <laughs> I don't know. I'll probably call you Aaliyah still. But uh, so how does it work? So why are you still here? Why aren't you out serving a mission somewhere? So <laughs> I'm going to be doing two weeks of home MTC and then four weeks in the Mexico MTC. And then I hit the mission field. Okay, awesome. So you'll be at home in our house as a missionary studying how to be a missionary and studying your language and all of that cool stuff. Mm -hmm. And then you will be off to Mexico city and then to your mission in Tempe, Arizona. Yep. Awesome. So, so exciting. <laughs> <laughs> we are very excited. I got to admit um, that this is even, I was pretty sad when she went off to college and this is, I think even harder um, <sighs> because at college, you know, they're coming back, right? They're going to be back in a few months and they'll, be home for extended periods of time. Like we had her for almost six months after she got done with her second semester. Yeah. So, mm -hmm. um, this one is different and, uh, and it's also like sort of a, a break point where she's gonna, you know, when she gets back from her mission, she'll, she'll be around a little bit, but mostly gone doing adult things. So, <laughs> so there you go. Um, awesome. Well, just, Super excited for you to serve your mission, and you've been looking forward to this for a long time, and mm -hmm. it's going to be great. So, Rivka, what's new in your life? Uh, blessedly little now. <laughs> I, no, no more changes. The puppy's doing me in. So, I mean, she's great, but that, that's been a big change and a big adjustment. So, everything else can stay exactly as it, as it was. Good. Just yeah. moving, moving on with life. Yes. Awesome. Yes. Well, good. Well, today um, we are going to just talk about general conference. We're not going to go over specific talk. We're just going to sort of recap everything that we, or not everything, but um, some of the major <laughs> themes that we heard and what we felt. And then um, hopefully we'll be able to press on and do some recording. Um, you know, of course, um, we have to get permission for Aaliyah to do recording once she gets. So we figured probably in the MTC, it's not going to work, but um, once she gets out into the, her mission in Arizona, we'll talk to her mission president and see if he says yes or no and go from there for the next couple of weeks. She has permission to record. Um, so we'll do what we can while she's home, but we don't, we know her schedule. We don't really know what it's going to be like. So we're going to just play it by ear mm -hmm. and then, um, there's no replacing Aaliyah, so we don't know what we'll do <laughs> if she doesn't, uh, if she can't record with us. So I think I'll just um, let Rivka talk longer. Well. <laughs> oh, I think that's a no. good plan. <laughs> no, I don't think so. That that seems imbalanced. <laughs> we definitely need a third. Well, uh, I just have to have more guests on. Yeah. 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 For sure. 
So we'll cross that bridge when we come to it. But for now, Aaliyah, tell me some of the themes you heard. What was maybe the biggest one or one or two of the biggest ones you heard? The biggest theme that I heard was the theme of God's love for yourself and for other people. I think especially on in the Saturday sessions, there was multiple talks centered completely around that topic. And uh, I just, I felt like it was something they felt was really important and I heard it a lot. So, Okay. So expand on that. What is, what did that mean to you and what did they talk about? Um, some things that stick out to me are Susan Porter's talk. Um, I just remember, uh, like getting emotional over that one. It was so, so good. And she was saying how God's love, um, when you know how much he loves you, it changes like everything about you and your view of others and how you view yourself and, um, how you follow the commandments. And, um, she was talking about the, uh, God's love shedding itself abroad and and kind of spreading God's love. And then Elder Suarez uh, talked more about kind of compassion for other people and uh, charity for other people and um, being sensitive and caring. Uh, I think the words caring for others or like caring for needs came up like a lot. Hmm. <laughs> there was multiple times where that was referenced as like one of the pillars of the gospel. So there was a huge focus on that in this conference. Okay. So caring for others, loving others. When Sister Porter was talking about how God's love for you changes you, did you have like the Lion King theme yeah. running through your yep. head? <laughs> do, 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 do. Yeah. Yep, absolutely. I knew it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think on the theme of God's love, what I heard a lot was, um, in terms of love for others, us loving others, you know, by having God's love in our hearts, it really felt like we, there was a big emphasis on, um, I didn't necessarily hear the word unity a lot, but just sort of loving yeah. people despite our differences. And those differences could be any number of things, um, you know, beliefs or um, political issues or just the way you live your life or whatever the case may be. And I remember Elder Renlund's talk pretty clearly about mm -hmm. that. And he talked about the Finns and the Russians. Yeah, that uh, was really cool. Really good story. And I had no idea there was sort of a Finnish Russia, Russian. Yeah, I didn't either. You know, thing <laughs> there. So that was news to me. But um, just a great, great talk. And then, you know, every, really so many talks that stuck out to me as well. Just loving mm -hmm. our neighbor, um, you know, no matter who they are or what they are um, in terms of their relationship to us. So I loved that. Rivka, how about you? What stuck out to you? What what was a theme or two? Well, so a couple big ones for me were um, the call for us to trust God. Mm. I yes. like there were a lot of talks that were, <laughs> that brought that up. Uh, and I, so I know these themes all kind of were interwoven throughout the talks. So a lot of these talks are the same talks, but I heard that right. one a lot, lot to trust, trust God, right? Like Elder Uchtdorf's one about <laughs> finding the, the spiritual landmarks and, and following. And he talked about trust. Uh, President Nelson talked about how we will need his power in the days ahead. I'm just kind of flipping through yeah. my notes here. Um, um, 
the spiritual hurricanes, right? Elder Douglas talked about the spiritual hurricanes uh. and doubt not but be believing, trusting in God. In that one, Elder Gong talked about that trust in God brings his transformative love. So just that was a big one that I heard throughout that was just this call to put your trust in God. There are so many people who don't know, well, President Nelson opens with this, right? There are so many people who don't know where to find the truth or how to find the truth. And and then told us that this conference held pure truth. And and so I felt, you know, I feel like that was like the big opening one. And then there was a lot of that. So trusting God was a big one that I heard. And then also kind of interwoven through pretty much every talk for me was this theme of, uh, how do I say this? Refining our and strengthening our attention to the Savior and our foundations in our testimony of the Savior, mm-hmm. and how how to become better disciples of Jesus Christ. Yeah, right. I feel like that was kind of through uh, so many of these two. You know that um, what our purpose was or, or is right. That was. Was that Sister Corden? You know, f- f- knowing what your eternal purpose is, and what are your like? How do we participate in the work? What are the distractions that come up for us? How can we get rid of the distractions and and focus back on the Savior? Um, President Oaks's awesome talk about going to church, the importance of going to church. And yeah, yeah. that was but, a good one. Yeah, it's a good one, right? Like the way that that helps us to become better disciples. Like we don't go to get things from church. When we get things out of church, that's like gravy, but we go so that we can have the opportunity to serve and work in the gospel. And that helps us to become more like the Savior and better, better disciples. Um, and, you know, Elder Bednar's talk on, on our, our duties and the work of covenant, of covenant keeping Israel, which is us. So yeah, mm-hmm. those were kind of the two, two big, I mean, I don't know the ones you guys said too. I also heard, like I wrote down kind of my list and those were on there, but those two trusting in God and then how the importance of following Jesus Christ, the, the necessity of following Jesus Christ and how to become better disciples of Jesus Christ. Yeah. Now, are you most excited, uh, Rivka, to have a podcast about Elder Razban's talk? Because- oh my gosh. Do you the need list? list to fill in? <laughs> I know. When he said that, I was like, they're going to bring this up. I know it. But you made a list, and then he left us spots to fill them in. Isn't that great? It is great. When he said that, we looked at each other, and I was like, "Rivka's gonna love this talk." (laughs) That's true. I've I've been trying to narrow down my three to add. So Uh, I loved it too, and I actually already had a friend post on Facebook. They like reposted something that Elder Rasband put on Facebook with Mm -hmm. the list, and he put his three things on there. So I want to do that as well. It was really awesome. Well, I'll That'll have to do fun. our own lists in preparation so, for recording that one. Yep. <laughs> awesome. On the theme of trust in God, I can't remember who said it, but I, I heard somebody say, um, stand still and see the salvation of God. And I don't even remember if they were saying that quote in context, but that's, um, at least when I hear that, I, I think of the recent 
section in Come Follow Me where we did, we talked about Zion's camp mm-hmm. and how mm-hmm. um, Joseph Smith, um, you know, he wanted to take these men into Missouri and um, the people when he first sort of got everyone together, there were some people who left the church over that because they thought, well, you shouldn't go and fight or be violent in any way, even if you're getting your land back or defending your people or whatever the case may be. And then he got there and they didn't end up fighting and people left the church who were in Zion's camp. Like I marched all this way and I didn't get to fight anybody, but they were saved through this incredible miracle where they're on one side of the river, the mobs on the other side of the river. Mm -hmm. And um, it's a clear blue day. And Joseph Smith says, stand still and see the salvation of God. And then a storm rolls in. And it's this fierce, terrible storm and the mob, you know, runs off and they take shelter, I think, in a, in some church somewhere um, or, or some other building. So um, I've just been thinking about that so much um, as we, you know, have this period of time where people are sort of everybody's upset about something with COVID, you know, that somebody's upset about not enough masks or too many masks or not enough distancing or too much distancing or, you know, somebody somewhere is upset about something. It seems like, although I think in reality, it's actually a giant bell curve where 95% of people are not upset about anything. And uh, there's two and a half percent on either side who are upset. Um, But I just think about that Zion's camp and how, you know, on both ends, people were upset and how the solution wasn't fighting or any of that stuff. It was the Lord saving his people and the people just needed to stand still and see the salvation of God. And that's how they were saved. Um, so I can't even remember the context that that quote was said in today. Um, but it, it, it was, I was just thinking about that as you were talking about trusting in God, Rivka, that sometimes our job is just to stand still and just let the Lord do his work. And we just have to trust that he's going to do it. Um, yeah. So that was running through my head after I heard that quote today. Although when we discussed that in our Sunday school class, that story, one of the things that came up that I've been thinking about is the fact that that they had to weather the storm. Yes. You know, it was this terrible, terrible storm. And so they're standing still in the midst of the storm around them. It wasn't like the storm just hit the bad guys. Right. You know? <laughs> <laughs> it was also with them. And so that, that was a good thing for me to be thinking about and pondering that. And I think through this, through this conference too, there was a lot of that. I mean, they talked, like I said, the spiritual hurricanes, but I'm thinking like elder budge and his talk about his battle with cancer and the things that his family yeah. um, is, you know, has dealt with, with that. And um, let's see, there was another one that I was thinking of, but and the mental ask, health oh, talk. The mental health one was good. Sister Johnson's talk about asking questions we don't know the answer to and then mm-hmm. and then trusting that God will give his answers and remembering that the Savior is, you know, the writing the story, this, the author and finisher of our faith talk, um, that this we are in the storm for sure. There was lots of this, you know, Savior will, will help us through these difficult times. So as we're standing still, the storm is raging around us and we feel that for sure. Um, yeah, but I so much of this was that that trusting God and here are the things to do in the midst of the storm. Right. Well, I whenever I hear all these stories about the early saints and all that they went through, 
It reminds me, I think this might be a Paul Harvey quote, but <laughs> reminds me of this quote, uh, at times like these, I always, it's helpful to remember that there are always times like these or something yeah, like that. Like, right. you know, it feels so intense to us when we're going through things. And then I think, oh, well, I didn't have to push a handcart across the plains while half my children froze to death. Like, mm-hmm. it could be worse. And my mission was two years and I was single instead of seven years when I was married with five kids. Yeah. You know? yep. yeah. So, um, I, I think um, the pioneers, and, and this has been a great, great year to be studying the Doctrine and Covenants. So, yeah, just for sure. thinking like, okay, here's a little perspective for me. You know, I, I really don't have that much to complain about. So... Um, well, Aaliyah, what else stuck out to you? Any other main themes or individual talks that you want to, um, that you're looking forward to reading again? Well, Rivka mentioned that uh, President Nelson quote where he said, oh, how we will need his power in the days ahead. Yes. And when he what? said that, <laughs> I I felt like a, like, I don't know. It just looked like I was hit. Like I was, <laughs> it was like, <laughs> you were shook. oh, oh no. <laughs> um, but then he followed it immediately with like, we... Um, we need not succumb to the unique anxieties of this era if we are prepared, et cetera, et cetera. Like, you know, yeah. we don't need to fear. But that, I mean, just when he said it, I could tell it was true just by the way he said it. Um, one of my favorite, I think probably my favorite talk, the one I'm most looking forward to um, doing again is Elder Clark B. Gilbert's talk. It's the mm, one yeah. that had math in it, which is weird because I don't like yes. math. But <laughs> it makes sense. And it was really helpful that he kind of gave specific direction to people on kind of both sides of um, the story of people who start with, um, he called it like a lower intercept or a higher intercept. Um, but he said, like, it doesn't really matter where you began as long as your slope is pointed upwards. Um, and that you involve the Lord in everything you do. Uh, and so just kind of bringing perspective to both groups of people uh, was really cool. So I'm excited to go back to that one again. Yeah, looking forward to that one. That There was a couple things from that that I really loved as well, but I want to I read them with exactness. So, yeah. <laughs> so what were some of the things that um, Rivka, you said, you know, they talked about ways to so we're in the storm where we might feel like we're in the storm for, for our own personal reasons. What were some of the ways that, that they talked about to weather that storm? Well, let me, I'm like, let me look through my notes. I shouldn't have to look through my notes, but I've had so much information going to my head in the last couple of days. So more, I mean, in many, many talks, they talked about how, one, one of the ways that we show our love for the Savior and one of our duties and responsibilities is the servant is in serving others. Yeah. Right? So lots of service. There were the humanitarian talks. There were, um, ta- let's see what the Savior, let's see. Too many notes. I um, think just in terms of serving okay. others, Rivka, there was somebody who talked about, I don't think they were talking about serving others specifically, but they were talking about right. a river remaining pure because it flows or something and so rolling forward yes exactly (laughs) that's right yeah and so like that's that's how you that's part of our our whole lives but but repentance in general is like go go do something for somebody else or you know serve in your calling that was was it yeah yes yeah 
So repentance was one that came up too. serving those. Mm-hmm. Oh, Elder Ballard, show our love for God and Jesus Christ by serving those around us. Um, because he did the lovest thou me more than these, right? And what, yeah, what, what do we oh, that was so good. let go? Yeah, that one's so good. Um, we had Elder Nash and Elder Benarble talked about covenants, um, making and keeping the covenants. Elder Wilcox talked about bl- the blessings and the joy of God that are available to those who follow. Um, he and he was one of the repentance ones too. Um, Elder, well, Elder Rasband's whole list, right? Whole <laughs> to be filled in list. Love God, love thy neighbor, keep the commandments, be always temple worthy, be joyful, follow the prophet. Um, Elder Stevenson also talked about divinely appointed responsibilities to live the gospel, care for those in need, invite all to receive the gospel, and unite families for eternity. Um, I mean, so much of it is living the gospel, you know, just, just be the 1% each day better at living, living whatever aspect of the gospel it is that the spirit tells you, you need to improve on. So I think during that talk on being just a tiny bit better, yeah. um, one of my friends were both huge fans of the book, Atomic Habits. He texted yes. me, he's like, Atomic Habits in General Conference. <laughs> <laughs> Burke and I looked at each other too, and we were like, "Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was fun." So, um, you're obviously um, much more righteous than I am, Rivka, and Aaliyah <laughs> is too, because you took all these notes and you have people's names. I just have like general impressions in my head. I did not take notes. <laughs> um, okay. I plan to take notes after Word when we review them again. I even pre-ordered the journal thing. Oh yeah, that's true. He did. Ooh, um, that's awesome. So, so the big impression for me about, you know, weathering the storm was, um, and you, and you touched on it at the beginning. It, I don't know if the right word is like priorities or time, but I just heard so many people say over and over, um, like don't give into distractions and those don't even have to be temptations, just distractions that are, someone said good and better. And better. Yeah. yeah. I've never heard that used. Yeah. I mean, I'm always yeah. aware of like, Oh, Satan distracts us with things that are good. But then sh- I think it was a she, I yeah, can't remember. It was a she, was it I the primary president? I don't Somebody. remember, but they said good and better. And I was like, Whoa, yeah, go for the best. <laughs> yes. And uh, I always tell my kids, like, if Satan can't make you bad, he'll make you busy. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And then other people saying, like, President Nelson inviting Nelson inviting us to, again, like, make specific time, set aside specific time. And other people talking about, you know, just the world, um, you know, distracting you, taking you away from things. Um, President, ba- you know, President Ballard about priorities and so forth. So, yeah. mm-hmm. like, just time, um, you know, clearing the debris yeah. of of time um and and excess activities so mm-hmm. so great Aaliyah, yeah. what ways did you hear to weather the storm um i heard increase your faith a lot from multiple different people and i think let god tremendous prevail faith. tremendous gigantic faith, faith. <laughs> enormous um <laughs> President Nelson's let God prevail idea was oh, referenced man. like a lot. Yeah, yeah. Yes. And that was part of the thought of like time and, and yeah, priorities. Yep, like exactly. not everyone said it, but it's the idea and yeah. it's, it's been yep. uh, just kind of running rampant through, through everyone's minds, and, I guess. And where are we saying weather and, and storm? We should be saying earthquake, right? That's yeah, what President yeah. Nelson said. That was so yes. cool. When he went oh, to yeah. the temple and 
That was super cool. I yeah. I think I had the same impression again that he is the, you know, social media era prophet. Yeah. Like if you could sum up all of this conference, you could just go back and take all the little snippets of things that he's already said. And that would be this conference, like clear the debris, hear him, let God prevail. I mean, it's just, yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. He's amazing. <laughs> So let's talk more specifically about him and his talks, Aaliyah. What um, that what is it that he said over the course of the conference that really stuck out to you? And of course, he gave that that longer talk mm-hmm. uh, Sunday morning, but um, there were other t- you know things he said as well. Um, I think he had a, a strong focus on the temple, and I think a couple other talks also um, mentioned the temple, but he just like was very, very clear on how important it is and and how that's a huge part of coming to Christ. And I love that he said that the temple is the heart of the gospel because Christ is the center of the temple. So everything that we learn and do in the temple is helping us learn and understand Christ and the gospel um, and how it's like an endowment of power uh, and it builds our foundation and uh, I just and he was very specific about going to the temple often. Like the Lord wants to see us there often, and um, you know, if you, he also was very clear about getting married and sealed specifically sealed in the temple, uh, which I thought was interesting because I feel like sometimes we, I don't know, shy away from putting that expectation on you know, the, my generation, but it's, it's so important. It's so like, it's the crowning ordinance of the gospel. And so it it was cool to hear the prophet just kind of drill into our heads a little more how important it is. Yeah. Awesome. What about you, Rivka? What stuck out from what president Nelson said? Well, so his closing one, he started out with, we set our own priorities, right? How we'll use our Mm -hmm. energy and time and means and who we choose to follow. And that was the call for making time. Um, but I love that he started. <laughs> I love that he started this conference with saying, like, here are three things that you should listen for in this conference. Yes. Yeah, that was yeah. awesome because then my notes just have like three big bullet points for each one. And I tried, as I listened, I listened for pure truth and pure doctrine and then listened for those revelatory thoughts that came to me about, you know, ways that I could improve or sometimes it's just like uh maybe pray about this one a little more because you know (laughs) as much as i wish i could just get like the whole flow of here's what you need to do for the next six months handed to me (laughs) in a planner that's not really how that works (laughs) Uh, nope sadly but probably not sadly i'm sure no we learned from elder larson that if things were programmed out for you it restricts your growth (laughs) yep it's true and Another thing that I heard throughout this whole thing was the line upon line and precept upon precept, right? So you start yes. out with the one and then the Lord gives you the next, the Lord gives you the next. So, right. um, yeah, so I, I just, I love that. And I love that he declared there, that there, there are right and wrong and that there are absolute truths, eternal truths. Yeah. Um, and because that is not a popular um, idea, you know, in a, in a society that is bathed in moral relativism, 
And that it seeps in, you know, it seeps into all of us. We're exposed to that so much. And so I was grateful to hear a prophet of God clearly remind and declare to us that there are there are absolute and eternal truths. Yeah, absolutely. Um, those are wonderful things. And I thought it was interesting since we didn't get the Relief Society or Priesthood session. Um, I felt like we heard a little less from the First Presidency since they usually sort of always speak at those. Mm -hmm. So usually you have sort of opening, closing, Sunday morning and the Saturday night. So I felt like his Sunday morning session talk was really his main, main discussion. Mm -hmm. Yep. And I can't be the only one who was sitting there listening to his talk going, what is he about to announce? Like it really... (laughs) It really felt like he was building up to something like he was stressing ongoing revelation and saying like we've been making changes We're to the temple changes. ordinances for all of church history, you know, yeah. in modern church history and like and I I'm aware of some changes that have been made like minor, you know, uh logistical things and especially or like with language COVID. adjustments or Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, mm-hmm. but the way he was talking, I was like, I, what, I like, is he going to announce like <laughs> super mini temples? Yeah, like stake center or, temples or, or like, I was, <laughs> I was like, Please, what are you gonna say? that's funny. You know, yeah. we couldn't, and then, and, and then, then there wasn't yeah. a big announcement other than, I mean, he did say mm-hmm. more changes will come. But I was going to say not in conference, but maybe that was right. like the just, yeah, I'm going to get an email Be ready. tomorrow Take morning. Take your vitamins. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. So, but it it was. I loved his little recorded video with the foundations of the temple. Yeah, that was really we cool. We got a President Nelson cutscene. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it was awesome. And he announced temples in some pretty crazy places like yeah. Taiwan and the Philippines and Madagascar. Yeah, <laughs> North Rexburg. Yeah, there are oh, yeah. some text chains going around. I mean, because, you know, I, my family, like, we grew up right around there, and my sister in law mm-hmm. is from Rexburg. And so we were like, North Rexburg? If you stand in the middle <laughs> of the city, you can see the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? Yeah. I know. So, it's, yes. Uh, I know. My, my brother lives in Fort Worth, and they got one announced. I texted yeah. him right away. And I was so like, exciting. I was like, you're there, a temple's there. We're gonna be there, and BYU football is yep. gonna be there soon. Like, I, you know, he needs I need to, to move. move. <laughs> uh, I keep holding out hope that there's gonna be a Wisconsin Temple announced one day. Mm. Every every conference, I'm like, please. <laughs> if if they announced one, it would be in the northern. Yeah, like, it wouldn't far be away. in our in our district. Like I think Green we would Bay still go to Minnesota one, but something like that. Appleton's too small. Green Bay, I could see getting one. Green though. Bay, yeah. yeah, but it's so far east. I was thinking there's all Madison, these people, maybe, or there's all these people that are like northwest of Madison, Milwaukee, that have yeah. nothing all the way to the cities. Yeah, or you know, then there's to Chicago. Anyways, so who knows? I don't know if it'll ever but happen. One day, so. one day we'll get a temple mm. in Wisconsin, and uh, or maybe Madison. Rejoice. Yeah, and I want to go to the temple dedication. <laughs> yeah, that would be amazing. So. Well, good. Any last thoughts before we finish up? Aaliyah, anything? I don't think so. Rivka? I'm so excited to start Yeah, talking through these and, and really digging into them. Because, I yes. I mean, I love General Conference. Like, we call them the General Conference holidays. 
They're like my second favorite holidays. <laughs> well, maybe tied with Christmas. And I, lo- I love <laughs> general conference weekends, but they, it, they happen so fast. And it's yes. so much that comes in at once that ju- I'm just so excited to like be able to now like slow down and just kind of, you know, take a walk through all these talks. Yeah. I mean, I used to always re-listen to all of them, you know, after it was over, but even then it just didn't um, quite have the staying power that I was looking for. Like I mm-hmm. really wanted to internalize the talks and just doing this with you two has made such a difference in my life to really, really study those talks. And of course I could yeah. do that on my own. You know, I don't need to do this with you to do that, but it really it, helps. It really helps. And then to discuss mm-hmm. it and hear your insights, that's where I get so much out of it is to, to hear what you two have to say. So it's mm-hmm. always a joy and a pleasure. And I'm, I'm just looking forward to going through all these again with, yeah. with the two of you. So hopefully with both of you, yeah, <laughs> as long yes. as we can get to Aaliyah. Yep. So, okay, well, that's all we have to say about this. And then we'll start off. Um, uh, next talk, we'll, we'll start with Elder Holland's talk, The Great Possession. And hopefully it works out okay. We might even start discussing these and recording about them before the full text is available. So we'll do the best we can um, with what we got. And hopefully it'll still work. So, Aaliyah, can you tell people how to get a hold of us? I can. We have Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, and our usernames are Words of the Prophets Podcast. Or you can email us at Words of the Prophets Podcast at gmail.com. And I'm going to have to take over those social media yeah. accounts. So. Better memorize the spiel. I know, the <laughs> spiel. We'll see how it goes. So, well, thanks for joining us today, everyone. And until next time, keep the faith. If we teach by the Spirit and you listen, by the Spirit, some one of us will touch on your circumstance, sending a personal prophetic epistle just to you.